Hello, hello. It is the Love Uplifted Lady. We are here again talking about the brave mindset. I want to hop right on in here. I don't have time to waste because today we're going to dig deep. So I want to make sure you have your workbook out. You got some water by your side. You maybe have a Kleenex because it might take you to some places you didn't think you were going to go, but we have to go there. And I want you to know right now, as I'm sitting here, I have my hand out. So if you need to hold my hand, you can, um, because this is the part that we get real about some of the situations that have been creating the fear with us. We've touched on them, but this is where we dig down deep. So if you are ready, make sure you write on the top of your paper. Topic for discussion today is fear can be destructive. Again, fear can be destructive. So being fearful in other ways can limit you, right? While some fears help other fears hurt. Destructive fears are can be crippling to us. You know, they can keep us from being brave. These type of fears deserve to be tested, tackled, and turned around by developing bravery. Here are some typical destructive fears that we face. So fear the unknown. Fear the unknown is ambiguous. It keeps the mind heading into worst case scenario zone. So fear the unknown can cause us to ask what if on the repeat until you worry yourself into taking no action whatsoever. In many cases, people avoid taking action, even positive action, because it's easier to stay the same and face what we know rather than to step into the uncertain unknown zones. So think about that. What is your comfort level? And is stepping outside of it going to be positive for you? Are you staying in the job for 20 years because it just feels right and you're waiting for something to really like come and slap you across the face and move you? Or are you sitting there just because you don't know what to do? And sometimes doing nothing seems better than doing something. I want to encourage you to do something brave. Even if it's not walking away from the job, make another brave decision when you're in that unknown. Make something happen in your life that you stick to that day. So that what if doesn't start to become that hamster wheel that you stay on for every situation. Because then sometimes the unknown, we become controllers. And if we cannot control the situation, we don't wanna do it. So feel free to you know take control, but let others take control too and follow through. There's also a fear of being an imposter. So AKA, there is this thing called the imposter syndrome. Newsflash, most people don't even feel perfectly qualified for what they're up against. The fear of being outed as an imposter or failing to start because you're unqualified is more normal than you might think. The worry that you aren't qualified can keep you from trying something or reaching your fullest potential. And I will tell you, uh, there has been some times recently that I felt like an imposter, but 90% of the time you have to look at life as no matter what the opportunity is that's new, it was new for everyone first, except for the developer. And, and my dad would tell me this all the time. He is a builder. Um, and with this, we have put together lots of little things tinkered here or there. Um, and I used to always try to do like Evelyn Wood, if you've ever heard about her, she's like the speed reader. I would try to speed through everything. So as long as I had all the, the tools and the nails, so to speak, I would just try to fly and put things together and it would always be put together wrong. I mean, he used to tell me this all the time that the only person that knows how to put the design together is the person that designed it, no one else. So you're gonna always run into 
a problem, trying to either go further past what you should be doing or underestimating what you need. So if you need to go and look a little bit further, if you need to crawl in to research more to find out how you get qualified, start taking the steps. Don't just stay at step one, knowing that step 10 is where you have to get to to make a change because then you stay an imposter. You stay someone wishing and hoping, faking or posing, so to speak, at what you want rather than stepping out and making it happen. The first step is what feels the best, right? And then the next one is fear of past failure. So we've all failed before, right? You know, if you've at first time you don't succeed, you're normal. That's what I want you to think. If you do not succeed first, you're normal. Having a failure in your past surely makes you want to avoid making them in the future. I understand that. But it's important to know that when failure means a door is closed or when it requires bravery to overcome or try a something different, I want you to understand that fear itself can keep the ego safe and comfortable. It reminds you all the time that you didn't get it right rather than encouraging you to learn or fail forward and improve towards progress. So this is one that I've talked about a lot with weight loss clients, a lot with health, a lot with fitness and nutrition is about failing forward or falling off. You know, a lot of times people will tell me they've been doing good for an entire month and they say they quote unquote fell off the wagon after one bad meal. You know, for me, falling off the wagon is when you have now turned this one meal into six. You have completely gotten off all stations of learning or going into things that you know are good for you. That is completely falling off the wagon. Failing forward is trying to keep consistency and having a misstep and getting right back on track. That doesn't mean you failed, you went forward. You have to be in that test zone. Remember, like we talked about before, you cannot have a test testimony without the test. Sometimes you need to fail forward to know how far you came. If you've only ever not had sugar for two days and then you go 45 days without it towards a year, you're doing amazing. Give yourself an accolade for that. Know that that's not a failure and know that if you face some things before, maybe it was a school degree that you wanted and, and something happened and you had to get out of that class or maybe you failed it then, but it's been on your mind now that you have more time. Take the chance. It is okay to fail. Sometimes some things are better left a secret to yourself. You know, if you're not married to someone, keep some of those interpersonal uplifting things you want to do to yourself until you start working at it. And of course, it's always great to have a mentor, have a coach, have a friend or a confidant that you can believe in, have your journal, write things down for yourself and be willing to stick to the try because the try makes a huge difference. Um, our next one is fear of illness, injury or death. Who likes to be sick, right? So some fears are big. Fears of losing your health, facing a crisis, managing end of life issues are overwhelming, but they happen. Many people resist facing these types of fears, which is normal. It doesn't feel good to embrace illnesses, injuries, and death. These are unfortunate, but real issues that come up and must be dealt with. The worries come from destructive behaviors that are huge. They are powerful and they feel draining. But when life keeps throwing punches, you've got to learn to duck and weave. Bravery is the counterpunch for worries uppercut when it comes to destructive fears. Sometimes fear can be a friend and sometimes it's a foe. The bottom line is it's 
genuine emotion and it must be managed because emotions can be managed. When fear comes, you've got to determine which type it is and you got to make a plan to tackle that fear and to make the best choice available under any circumstances necessary. Many times this is going to require bravery and holding yourself to a higher standard than you might want to at that time. It's okay. You can develop bravery during difficult times, even when it feels like you can't. So we have another exercise. I want you to head on over to your workbook, you know, flip the page if you need to, draw a squiggly line, whatever you need to separate or have a page break, because we're going to be exploring the beneficial and the destructive fears here. For this exercise, I want you to break down the fears that you have been facing personally. And then I want you to categorize them in beneficial or destructive. So I don't care how you have to do it. You can like fold it hot dog style and put destructive on one side, beneficial on the other, list your fears under each one. Um, You can do a line graph, pie graph, whatever you want, but I want you to really be thinking about, you know, What did this help you to be able to see as far as your fear so far? What is hindering you from your past? What is keeping you from stepping forward? I want this to be something that you really start to dig down deep in. And I know that journal writing might be very, very new for you. So, you know, here's a tip. Start with a timer of seven minutes, seven minutes of greatness. And I want you to think about if you give all of your attention for just seven minutes, what you can adequately get done. Again, this is stepping into a fear zone for some of us that don't like to make small commitments. We want to do the all or nothing. So I want to challenge you to make a small switch as you need to scale that time down to seven minutes, get it done, write down what those times were and how we can start to, again, work all these things together in your favor because you deserve to live a life that is free. Have a great one. And we'll be working on that brave mindset. Your love of lifted lifestyle is out there. You just got to be willing to go find it.